Welcome, welcome everybody to the Majestic Ash Experiment. Today, we are going to be talking about Game of Thrones Episode 5. You know, the episode that messed everybody up, everybody's angry about. In fact, the entire season so far, everybody is just angry about. But this episode like pushed everybody over the edge and raged, raged. Everybody just raged over this episode. Now, I'm currently re-watching the episode. I'm like... 30, 40 minutes into the episode, I'm going to pause right now. It's just when the war starts, when Danny starts bursting through King's Landing, before they start burst, before she starts burning everybody. Now, the reason why I think everyone is upset, I mean, it's a little shocker for me, for her character as well. And like I was speaking over to with a friend of mine, and things just don't make sense, it don't add up, but. The character of Daenerys, I've gone over a few things with with myself, and I kind of like see where everything is coming from. It's just that I feel that they've shoehorned everything into this season because the season is like six episodes long. They just shoehorning stuff in, and which don't make sense. I mean, if they kind of subtly just made Daenerys the Mad Queen instead of just like a sudden heel turn starting breaking point within like one episode I think everybody would have taken it much better but this is my my what I think of uh, what I think of the Daenerys now and the last episode season 8 so Hilton she turns into a villain but it's like a WWE Hilton it's just like sudden um, they kind of have been hinting over the past seasons that she will that she will do stuff to get what she wants, and yet she was very compassionate and warm at heart. She now she burned people and had them executed either because she didn't have a choice or it was the right thing to do. She had much love in Essos, being the Misa and Khaleesi. And as she said, and as she said to John, she has no love in Westeros because everybody fears her. Maybe because what of because of the dragons and what they've heard over in Essos, a conquest in Essos. I mean, like information and stuff, rumors pass very quickly in over. In, sorry, information and rumors pass very quickly over. To Westeros, you know, people talk. There's the Master of Whispers and all of that things. Um, we have in one episode, she says, I will take what is mine with fire and blood and burn the cities to the ground. I forgot what season that was and what episode it is, but she says it. And she says something similar to the Dothraki about killing the men in metal and destroying the cities. But yet she has this compassionate side of us and doesn't want to be and doesn't want to be queen of the ashes but yet that's what is turning out to be because of that breaking point you know when she came over to Westeros and lost some of the Ansalid army when she wanted to take Costly Rock as advice by Tyrion she took the dragons and Tothraki and attacked the Lannister army when they were transporting the gold 
you know, when she captured them, she demanded them to bend the knee or she will burn them alive, like over the entire soldiers, you know. Now, when Stannis went, now you know the time when Stannis went to the war when John was told with the Night's Watch. And he conquered the wildlings and he captured all of them. He went to the leader, Mans Raider, and he told him to bend the knee. Stannis didn't say that the entire wildling clan and, and threatened you would like burn them all alive. He only threatened Mans Raider. I mean, if he would threaten the entire wildling clan, he would burn everybody and it would be the end of the wildling clan. But he only approached the leader. And when Mans refused, Stannis then spoke with John for advice and told John he has one day to sway Stannis. I mean, to, to sway Mans, Mans Raider. Man's Raider still refused because of his pride. And then Stannis burned him alive in front of the other wilding clans. And in front of the other wildings. But when Danny came to the Westeros, she was point on the houses bending the knee to her. And that is one of the first things she told John when John came to when John came to her to, for, to ask for help, to help them fight the White Walkers, you know, that is the first thing she actually told him. She's like, well, you are here to bend the knee. You know, something like that. Her main goal was a conquest for the Iron Throne. That was a main goal that was set in her mind. And she would do anything to get it. Throughout the journey, from season one, that was a main goal. The Iron Throne. After Caldorago died. As I said, the main goal was the Iron Throne. And when she heard John was also a Targaryen and that a stronger claim to the Iron Throne, she didn't want anyone she didn't want anyone to know because they will take they will cast out she even said to John it doesn't matter if you want it they will take what is mine now she didn't have love and wisdom regarding the people she lost everything she lost she worked for in Essos she lost her awful army she lost some of her allies being taken out one by one she lost two dragons she lost a friend, she lost Chora, moment, and she lost those two right, right in front of her, right in front of her eyes. And John is like the second man she only lo ever loved, like really loved. And she lost him being a partner and a lover. She's gotten bad advice from Tyrion because he had everything because he did everything to advise her not to kill Cersei because he loved his family. And although she cost him out, she lo he still loved her. Setting up that meet in the Dragon Pit of last season and episode four parlay where Masande was murdered. 
beheaded. So when John rejected her, it kind of broke her down completely because that was like the last of what she could take. You know, like that's the last lost. And when Turin tells her that when the bells ring, she must call off the attack because King's Landing has surrendered. And she looks at him and says nothing and just nods to Grey Worm. I mean, there she's gone already. You know, now I think what the final push to her Mad Queen episode was when the bells rang and she looked at the Red Keep and something must be going through her mind. Her head like, I can only imagine if there was dialogue, if it was better dialogue than this season and especially for this episode. From what I'm thinking, maybe something like, Cersei has taken everything from me. Killed my men, killed my dragon, and murdered my friend. And you just surrendering like that, it's just too easy. You need to pay. If we could have gotten better dialogue, and she would justify why she's burning everyone in King's Landing, which is actually absolutely wrong, but still justify it. I think it would have been taken better. And because it was totally rushed, we didn't get to feel what she's feeling. How her and John didn't even get time to really talk about his parentage, talk about his lineage and and stuff, talk about themselves. Everything was just rushed and shoehorned in that we as viewers didn't get that. And there's just a lot of other stuff that is totally wrong that was just totally showing just because of plot, just to move the plot along. Like in this this episode, episode 5, when Drogon attacks, when she first attacks the Iron Fleet, Euron's Iron Fleet, they cannot shoot Drogon. They cannot shoot a moving dragon. But in episode 4, they absolutely shot Viserys. I mean, not Viserys, um, Rhaegal. They shot Rhaegal from around the corner. How the hell? Now it's things like that that's just driven fans off the edge. And this battle is just a total one-sided battle. Just a total massacre. It just shows you if she would just fly. If she had just all the dragons and just did it all by herself. She managed to basically just do everything by herself. She didn't need the armies. That's what's messed up about this episode. Just because everything was just like forcefully shoehorned in. Because we had so little episodes. If we had more episodes or even another season. I think things would have turned out better. Just the dialogue sucked. I mean, some characters got the best of the season. Like Arya and the Hound was more focused on episode 3. And that John was moved over to a side character. I mean, we followed this character also. And he set up was set up of the Night King which was also for episode 3, which I also didn't agree with. I was also like, uh, why? I mean, why? Why would you set up the storyline and just have that character being absolutely useless in this situation? 
just have a ca another character who has nothing to do with the storyline, whose mo main storyline was the faceless man and the the list just come out of nowhere to because you know I think the blue eyes green eyes prophecy didn't necessarily suggest to the white walkers. I think that it suggested to a list because the people on the list had blue eyes, green eyes, and brown eyes. The White Walkers was just rewarded in because three years ago, the writers decided, okay, Arya's going to kill it because they don't want Sean to be the hero again. So, yeah, that, that's my thought on episode five. I mean, I'm still reeling on it. It's just like, I mean, the actors told us it's going to be a bittersweet ending. I mean, George R. R. Martin also said that, but he is also against the series at the moment because they're kind of messing up his characters. But that's another thing. But, I mean, it's just, it's just bitter. I mean, next, this coming Sunday, which is the final finale, the finale of Game of Thrones. And I'm totally sad that it's going to go. But everything must come to an end. And if John has to kill the nervous, if he has to kill Danny, it has to be emotional for us to connect with her. It has, she has to be so emotional and impactful that what they actually did with Cersei in episode 5, try to humanize her and try to make us sympathize for her, that is what they should do with Danny. That is what I'm hoping for. John won't take the Iron Throne. He doesn't want it. He will probably go back to the walls or north. Danny, obviously, is going to be killed for this. But it has to be by John. It cannot be by Arya. It just cannot be. They won't be that connect with the audience if these Arya. I mean, she already got to kill the Night, Queen, Night King. So, yeah. I'm accepting it, I'm accepting it, but the finale is coming on and we're going to have to wait and see what happens. So, everybody is in mourning because a beloved character just turned ill. We just, just have massacred everybody. So... Wow. I don't know. Episode 1 and episode 2 was fine. Of the season. Started out good. We were like, yes. Everybody's coming together. Yes. We're having character moments. And then episode 3 happened. And everything just went downhill from there. Because if they just had to show everything in. And although it's longer episodes, like I said. It's, everything's just cramped in and shown. And things don't make sense. Certain things are left out. Yeah, and yeah, it just doesn't make sense at all. So, I don't know, you guys have your own opinions about the, the, the season, about this past episode. That's your opinions, and that is my opinion. If you feel angry, you can send me a message or anything. You disagree with me or anything like that, but yeah, this is what I'm 
this is what I'm thinking, you know. And we will have to prepare for for Sunday, for the finale. Don't get your hopes up. Don't get it up. And just expect the unexpected. It will be a bittersweet ending. There won't be any happy endings. People will mostly not like this ending. They mostly will. I don't know. Uh, no, this is going to be divisive. It's going to be like another Dexter. Dexter ended very divisively. How I Met Your Mother in it very divisively. And one of the best TV shows is ending <laughs> in a very divisive sense. So, if John kills Danny, it has to be very emotional. It has to be very impactful. It has to make you cry and sympathize with that, with Danny's character. But how I would like it to end, especially when it won't, it won't end that way. It won't end the way I want. I mean, what I'm thinking about now. But, but, sorry. <coughs> but how I'm thinking of how it should end when he stabs Danny. It's so distrustful and he cannot, just cannot bear it. And Drogon comes, looks at him. They have this touchy moment and she realizes before the lights go out on her. And they just have this moment. And then John takes her on Drogon, both of them, and they fly north. I mean, that for me, that is perfect. But it won't happen that way. We'll just have to wait and see. There are some leaks. Some of it have been right for episode 5 and episode 4. I've read the ones for episode 6, but there are two endings to it. As they have shot multiple endings. But we're going to have to wait and see. Which ending goes with. But a lot of you won't be happy. I'm come, I've just accepted it as the way it is. There is a petition. We fans are petitioning to redo season 8. I don't think that's going to happen. It's a lot of money, and the actors are fully booked. Some of them are, they have other jobs and acting roles, which they're doing. So, I don't know. Years for the end. Hope it goes well. And thank you guys for listening to this podcast. And I apologize if there is a huge silence in between the podcast, but thank you guys for joining me. All you Game of Thrones fans, we have come to the end game. We have come to the end. And that is Sunday's episode. So I wish you all luck for Sunday's episode. And wish me luck too. Goodbye. <laughs>